Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, y'all. I'm Dustin. And I'm Kaylin. And welcome to Libations and Revelations. Okay, welcome to Libations and Revelations. We are your hosts. I'm Dustin. And I'm Kaylin. And we are doing our first episode in the Alico building uh, at Rogue Media's new office. And Woo. looks awesome, guys. Yeah, it does. This is this is really, really cool. Yeah. Being able to um, look across the city of, of Waco. Yeah. How much? Don't judge us, but we are drinking on a Sunday morning. Um, Afternoon. <laughs> It's a.m. still. Yeah. It's 11. Yeah. It's 11. How uh, much do I do? Like, just so this line? Yeah, that's probably plenty. Okay. Dustin, uh, what am I making today? You are making dark and stormies. Why? Um, Because we're about to go into the storm. The storm? Boom, 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 boom. Da-da-da. Uh, Today, we are talking about what I think is probably one of my favorite um, conspiracies, out there, right? I mean, just in general, I think um, it's yeah. super relevant. Uh, it's one that I got to kind of watch emerge in real time. You know, when when nine eleven happened, I was in eighth grade. So the truther movement. God, you know. I know. Shut up. I was in kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> just want to put that in. Uh, <laughs> well, cr- I mean, so ki- here for context, nine eleven happens in eighth grade. Yeah. My freshman year of high school, mm-hmm. we invade Iraq. Uh, so I'm like, you know, 12, then 14, and a lot of the conspiracies around both those, I was too young to really understand what was going on. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of discovered the 9-11 truther movement. Like, like I was in the, I had probably gotten out of the army already by the time I'd gotten around to discovering that. Like so the conspiracies behind 9-11? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So this one was, is unique because, um. I got to witness this as a full-grown adult in real time. Yeah. And so um, basically we are going to kind of have to break this up into a few episodes just because there is so much information. Yeah. Um, so today we, we are, are going into the storm. We are talking about QAnon. Yeah, QAnon. Which has been discussed ad nauseum in some circles. Um, but like I said, it, it's always really fascinated me because it – 
kind of has had a direct impact on a lot of our daily lives in some ways. Well, and I think for me, I found it so interesting, the influence yeah. that this anonymous person, persons, were able to have on so many people and like how much of their beliefs shifted because of yeah. a post on 4chan. Or is it four? I think it started 4chan, on 4chan, yeah. yeah. And it's also a conspiracy. Or no, maybe it started on Reddit. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll that. Talk about it, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a conspiracy that couldn't have taken place at any other time in history than now. It required the proliferation of internet and phones and social media. Yeah. So it is kind of uh, unique to us. It's it's a very special, holds a special place in the hearts of millennials, I believe, and yeah. boomers. Definitely boomers. <laughs> <laughs> so um, do you want to start by telling us, like, who and what is QAnon? Yeah. So we're going to kind of kick it off, and, and, and let's just be up front. Um, my feelings around QAnon are, are I'm going to have a bias, right? Like, I just think some things are s- fucking stupid. Some things, most things are stupid. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> but there are aspects of this that I'm sympathetic to, people that I'm sympathetic to. Um, but, uh, and, and also to be clear that whatever your politics are, I probably don't respect them or you. Um, I think you've said this on a yeah. different episode. So just but, uh, to reiterate. Yeah, it, it is inextricably linked to Donald Trump and Hillary yeah. Clinton. And, you know, so, but that's the nature of the conspiracy. But, um, so yeah, we're going to kick it off. What is QAnon? QAnon is a conspiracy. Well, okay, see, I'm already doing it wrong. i got to back up a little bit. <laughs> It's a group. Is is a group of people who believe that a high-level operative inside the U.S. government. Known as Q. Known as Q, which references his secret Q clearance, is working behind the scenes to support Donald Trump and fighting an evil cabal <laughs> of child rapists and human traffickers and evildoers inside the U.S. government. That are de- all Democrats. They're primarily yeah. comprised of Democrats and specific celebrities. I wonder if Q's from Texas. No. <laughs> I think it's Arizona. Oh, okay. Um, um, that's my theory. Yeah. So, so also, because I didn't know this, the Q clearance thing, I didn't realize that they kind of have like a different, like, um, obviously there's different yeah. levels in, in government, but apparently the label of Q means y- you are the like highest level of security clearance. For the Department of Energy. For the Department of Energy. Okay. Yeah. So it is the belief that this individual communicated to people through message boards online mm-hmm. um, and that the culmination of Q's work would result in what was known as the storm. And the storm would be the mass roundup, prosecution, imprisonment and execution of all these evil um evil child murderers and human traffickers inside the u.s government and other governments and celebrities um and it would be televised and the world would know the truth and at which point that it was televised and all the truth was revealed a it would be known as the great awakening and the american people would finally know the truth wasn't the Great Awakening? Didn't that era already occur in history? Well, that's I mean, like, wasn't that like a thing after the Renaissance that we, we had like a Great Enlightenment. Awakening? Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe that's what I'm um, thinking with. And 
through Q and Donald Trump, a new era of prosperity and freedom would be ushered in for the American people and the world writ large. I try. That I'm, is I'm sorry QAnon. I'm laughing. I'm sorry I'm laughing. Yeah. It's just like anyone who has listened to Donald Trump, watched any televised interviews or like any, you know, read his Twitter, it shocks me that like he is the the leader of this group that is like the righteous ones that are going to lead us to this great awakening and all these and prosperity. It's like Donald Trump. Sure. I I get that. Do you see the same person here? (laughs) I I think that perspective and of, of, of some of the things that Donald Trump was talking about is, is important. And it does play a role um, into why QAnon adherents believe in, in Donald Trump being that person. And I, I think that there's a lot of context necessary. It's true. So Q directly correlated its start with Donald Trump's run for presidency? No. Is that correct? Okay. okay, so Q was birthed after Donald Trump is elected president. Okay. Oh, that's right, because he drops his first... Q drop. Yeah. So to back up a little bit, so Q, this purported high-level agent... Or agents. Agents, Mm -hmm. we don't know, uh, communicates with the regular citizens through what is known as Q-drops, which are semi-cryptic um, writings on what initially began as 4chan. Mm, which is a message board. Is a message board, an online message board. So flashback to the mid, you know, post-2010 through 2018, that era where Reddit emerged. I think Reddit actually emerged like 2007. But these online collective boards, uh, 4chan emerges. Which is supposed to be anonymous, right? Right. People that kind of talk. 4chan, so Reddit was always sort of more, there was anonymity, but, you know, Reddit was famous for doing things like having um, AMAs and they'd have the president on or Mm -hmm. somebody else on. So it was a little bit more public profile. Um, And they would have meetups and stuff like that. 4chan was based around anonymity and zero censorship. Okay. So... Even though you had similar things like fitness groups, like uh, mm. I used to follow our fitness, and you had that on 4chan, it was always kind of my experience that it was a little bit more crude, more offensive. So you, you, 4chan's 4chan. literally right up your alley. Yeah, well, but <laughs> sort of, but like you'd be scrolling through and it'd be like a weightlifting thing and it would show like somebody getting impaled with a... Oh, a oh, okay, Yeah, that was yeah, more 4chan's no, thing, yeah. Um. So... I guess the whole start of this was October of 2017 was like the first set of messages dropped. The Q drop. Yeah. Yeah. What I thought was interesting is like Q required people to follow these clues, but they referred to them as like crumbs. And to interpret them, they had to quote unquote bake them. So like all, like I don't understand this. There's a lot of goofy metaphors. Yeah. These metaphors of like crumbs and baking. But um, I did think it was kind of smart if you think about it, because it gives this guy Q or people Q women i shouldn't i shouldn't assume it was a man it could be a woman but because yeah. i think idea. largely we ass- it's probably a specific male which we'll talk about later um but i thought it was a little smart because it could give him like plausible deniability yeah. in a sense like hey i posted these crazy messages but it i didn't say to do x y and z i people interpreted it that way yeah and and i do want to separate here that there's the things that q said and dropped and there is the life that q anon adherents and Q-adjacent people kind of created their yeah. own ideas of what these things meant. Do and you want to talk demographically about the Anons, the group? Like, what yeah. are they mostly comprised of, Dustin? Yeah. Uh, 
most most polling or anything that is remotely reliable suggests that Anons are typically white um, and politically to the right. That does not mean there is not left-leaning Anons. They do exist. Yeah. And that does not mean that there's not minorities who are Anons. They do exist. It's just that the majority. Yeah. Which kind of stands the reason. I mean, America is a predominantly white, you know, formerly Christian country. So of any movement, that'll probably make up the majority. Mm-hmm. Um, and it typically you see a lot of tie-in with evangelical in, in Christian movements, um, under the auspices of freedom and religious freedom and things of that nature. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure you're formulating a, a image. image of who this I is, <laughs> and in some regards, you're correct. Um, what I thought was kind of interesting, though, um, and I was, like, reading up and researching this and just kind of going through all these articles, that there were even, like, evangelical pastors yes of churches yes. who were introducing their congregation to these QAnon yes. theories and um even like Q supporting republicans which marjorie taylor green apparently supports yeah I, so again <coughs> it's important to understand that <coughs> q was such a large thing that you had your hardcore QAnon believers but you also had kind of q adjacent so people who maybe didn't believe in the storm or the awakening but believed that that there was a lot of conspiracies behind the scenes. Q to me is kind of like the Illuminati, where it's a very much umbrella movement, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. Like maybe you don't believe all facets of it, but maybe there are one or two things. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, so what? I guess my second thing is like, what are the you know the, the core beliefs of the yeah. group at large? So writ large is that QAnon believers believe that there is a cabal. Um, I don't uh, like the word cabal. Can we just say group? But that's the word they use. But why? Like, what is it? Well, a cabal is an organization. Mm. So, and if you feel word. that there's a negative connotation, it's probably intentional. Okay. So a um, cabal. Yeah. So they believe that there's an evil cabal mm-hmm. of, of, and it seems to be really, they engage a lot of child sex trafficking, um, and they use the government to facilitate their evilness and basically oppress the freedoms of the average american people and they call the government the deep state right the like deep the state. people that are involved yeah so anybody that's involved in any sort of hindrance of their beliefs um the freedoms of the yeah th- they're part of the deep state which is you can best align you know say that's the bureaucratic state yeah you know what i mean your your average mid-level um unelected um government officials across various departments and branches of the government. Like all these people. Yeah. I'm just very curious how all these people are going to be around, like, you know, this whole roundup, how that was going to work. But, okay. Um, so then that kind of leads to, like, this idea of the storm, which is why we're drinking dark and stormies. Yeah. So they think that, like, the storm is this worldwide roundup of, of people that Donald Trump leads with these Q operatives, correct? Yes, and, and it's been alleged that it would take place in a couple different ways. You, we would all get an emergency alert on our phone. Which, uh, anytime the like president people watch too many, uh, like this makes so me think of like Hunger Games and uh, the Purge. It is such a choose your own adventure of yeah. conspiracy. It's very interesting, um, in that all these evil people would be rounded up um, by who? By the good guys. Yeah, but like that's just how are we? How are they organizing this like big roundup? Because to be able to put something like that together so would take so many levels one of One of the things you see in kind of the fantastical elements of QAnon is that they're able to assign 
um, who's good, who's bad. So if they like Donald somebody, Trump is able to do this. No, no, no. Q and non adherents. Oh. oh, okay, okay. Are able to say, okay, well, those guys are good guys. So the military is nothing but good guys. So the military is going to round up okay. all of these bad people. Oh, so the military. Okay, that's yeah. how we're round. We're going to yeah, round the military. Up these. Um, and police and traffic. sheriff's department, you know, all child the child traffic eating, y- yeah, uh, people. So that's how it's going to happen, and they're going to be, they're going to have their confessions of their evil doing aired on national TV, and they will be summarily executed or imprisoned. Now, none of this came from Q directly. This was all their interpretation and kind of like how it spiraled. No, this, no, Q has said that there would be arrests. Okay, okay. and it brings us to. Our first Q drop. So, listeners, we're going to read off the first Q drop, and then we're going to go into the time machine. Okay. And we're going to kind of see where all this starts. Well, do you want to s- do you want to do the Q drop now? Yeah. Before we go into the origin? So, this is the very okay. first Q drop. Drum roll, please. I misplaced a Q drop. <laughs> it's it's uh, under the pizza gate. There thing. it is. <laughs> And this uh, was posted, from what we can understand, Saturday, October 28, 2017. HRC, extradition, already in motion, effective yesterday. Several countries in case of cross-border run. Passport approved to be flagged, effective October 30th at 12.01 a.m. Expect massive riots organized in defiance and others fleeing the U.S. to occur. USMs will conduct the operation while NG activated. Proof check. Locate a NG member and ask if activated for duty 1030 across most major cities. So M would be military. M would be military. What is NG? National Guard. Oh, okay. And then HRC is Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Okay. So that actually wasn't that difficult to decipher. So that happened in October, but what happened in April that kind of kick-started all this a couple months prior? So... Yeah, well, okay. okay. So let's back up a little bit. Go ahead and hit that way back. Hit the way back? You want me to start? Yeah, like. Okay. No, no, no. Oh. The time machine noise. Oh. What's a time? I don't know what a time is. That is the, this fucking time machine's broken. <laughs> then you make it. What's a good time machine noise? Well, probably silent, to be honest. No, if it's a machine, it would make like a whirring sound, even uh. if it's hype, like. Oh, why? Because it has an impeller motor or something? I don't know. Okay, you put me on the spot, and that was rude. <laughs> that sounds like a cold. That's the door opening. Oh, my God. Okay. As we step so out. We're <laughs> stepping out into the year 2016. 2016, 2016. Uh, when a gentleman, John Podesta, which was Hillary Clinton's campaign chair, has his email hacked. And well, let's, 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 okay, I'm going to shut the door to the <laughs> time machine. You, you stepped out a little early. Oh, okay. And we're going to go back. <laughs> oh, okay. We went back a little bit further where we need to be. Where do we need to be? Donald Trump is is appointed the the, the Republican candidate to okay. run for president against the Democrat primary candidate, Hillary Clinton. Baby, baby eating Hillary Clinton. Yeah, as I like to call it, the great face-off of T-Dog and H-Dog. Okay. Yes. So there's a great face-off. Between... Um, Trump and Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. um, and mm, context, context, right? Every time you talk about it, you can go back further. Obama has been president for two terms, eight years. Yep. Um, we have now been arrested 
under Sharia law and placed in FEMA camps. Um, Everybody's Muslim. Yep, everyone is Muslim. God's gone. You cannot find bacon on anywhere. Um, and school lunches are healthier. Yep, because and, Michelle Obama uh, got her way. But the housing market's totally collapsed, so we're all living in, I guess, tents. Well, technically, we're in FEMA camps. Yeah, so. oh yeah. Mine didn't have a tent, sadly. We had to sit outside the whole time. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we now are having a, fi- a runoff between yeah. you know it's, it's the the presidential election. Who's going to decide the direction of the nature? Nature, nation, nation. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of mm, economic anxiety. The world's changed. Manufacturing has changed. Globalization has changed. There is fallout from the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, and there is a middle class in America that has felt that they were left behind and ignored by the elites. Um, I feel that. Yeah, I mean, whether that's true or not. Um, and I think there's some evidence to suggest that Globalization has left people behind, and Donald Trump emerges and basically says, you know, um, the people are crooked, and I know they're crooked because I do it too, but we're going to change all that, and we're going to restore pride in the American people. And he did specific. I mean, I do think this was kind of smart. He specifically targeted the people who felt the most, like, you know, if ostracized is the right word, but, like, the most ignored, you know, which comprised – a lot of his votes, you know, he went after the people who he kind of prayed a little D- bit on Democrats. Um, and I know they'll probably want to argue with me all over this, but you know, what was formerly the party of the labor movements and union workers morphed into the party of elite educated upper class Americans. And they I pretended they cared about, yeah, and I shouldn't I say pretended <laughs> because I do feel like, I do feel like there are people who sure, genuinely but care. But look yeah. at some of the political gaffes that, that Hillary Clinton made, that everybody makes, right, mm-hmm. when they're running for campaign. And they were all kind of targets of, you know, they cling to their guns and their Bible. Well, yeah. there's a lot of people who cl- have guns and Bibles and are good, meaningful people and honest people. Yeah. So that felt like an attack. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's unrealistic. <laughs> I think the Democrats really kind of shit the bed here, you know. Okay, so yes, I agree, and I think Donald Trump did a good job. That like pains me to say, um, of kind of targeting the people that felt the most left out. Well, it was also do we continue business as normal under the same people who got us into Iraq and Afghanistan yeah. and couldn't get us out and collapsed the housing market, or do we try something different? And I think that I people tend to forget that and. It was easy to to just paint Donald Trump away as this racist and this and that. Well, and hmm. I mean, that's I, I get it. And he said a lot of really awful things. But I think things. people missed. They didn't understand. They didn't want to understand the message and why he was connecting. And Democrats have to own that. Oh, my God. I just realized. Sorry. I'm sidebarring the ginger beer I got. What is that symbol? Mm. <laughs> this is not intentional. Mm. <laughs> there is a cue. Freaking out, bro. Okay, that is really weird. That is really it weird. It is called Q. Light ginger. I'm taking a picture of this. Dude, you got, yeah. That Holy is shit. really weird. Target. Okay. T- target the part of QAnon. Oh, God. Founded by Jordan. It's true. Okay, sorry. So are we entering back into okay. the... So, so we set the scene. There's yeah. a lot of anxiety, right? Yeah. Um, and I do kind of want to bring up something that I think is a precursor to <laughs> Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. I, I watched, and, and, and for context, Kaylin and I were just dating at the time. Were we married? In 2016? In 20, we had just gotten married in October, right? We got married in October of 
2016. 16. Yeah. So we had both just graduated college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working uh, in tech. I was working at Dell at the time. Yep. Um, I was technically finishing my last class. Yeah. I was not working. Yeah. And then we moved back to Copper's Cove, mm. <laughs> where I owned a house when I was stationed at Hood. Um, and Donald Trump runs, um, and I remember during the buildup, there was Yang Gang. Uh, remember that Yang Gang, Andrew Yang video I used to watch? Oh, my God. That was so I love it. Ah, no. I got to play it. No, not right now. Um, we can link it, but I'm not doing yeah. that right now. But, but um, yeah, it was like, an, like somebody took snippets of things Andrew Yang said we and like turned it into a get the bag get the bag yeah it was a rap song and the amount of times I heard that like I was like we had just gotten married and I was like I'm gonna divorce you yeah and uh <laughs> so obnoxious but all politicians were heavily being memed at the time yeah including Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton and I remember watching a piece and I'd love to find it and just say yeah you're kind of right an Arthur an author uh, blah, 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 blah. That was the time machine had a we had a bump. Um, <laughs> it talked about how when we meme our politicians that we think we control them. Well, technically we're supposed to, but we're yes, supposed but to, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, we're a representative democracy. You want to yeah. boil down into civics? We can later. No, thank you. Um, and I kind of sh- brushed that off as like we don't meme our politicians. This this person's silly. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Um, so the election heats up and. A lot of very weird things happen, I think, culturally. Um, and one of the first things I think that really kicked off QAnon was the Pizzagate conspiracy. You were supposed to let me make the noise of getting back in the time machine because that's where I was when you made me backtrack. Oh. So I'm going <laughs> to... Door open. Okay. So what I was saying earlier, Pizzagate. Um John Podesta, which was Hillary Clinton's campaign chair, gets his email hacked in, like, some spear phishing thing, which I don't quite understand, but whatever, um, in March 2016. Yeah. And obviously it's, like, 20,000 pages of, I know, Hillary Clinton's emails. And for specifics with this guy, people think that these emails imply that all these high-profile Democrats are using, like, code um, through pizza orders and different like there was a, some random one about um, some type of recipe risotto, I yeah. believe that John Podesta makes, and it like it is kind of a, like a weirdly worded email, um, but they people are alleging that it's code for the sex trafficking of children through this pizza restaurant in Washington D.C. called the Comet Ping Pong Pizza. Yeah, and um, this kind of spirals, and again, I think like Dustin was saying with this whole thing with the internet is like one person can spout some crazy bullshit and people just like just cling lose to it. their minds. Yeah. And so what's unfortunate, I think, in this situation that I will kind of sidebar is like the owners of this Comet Ping Pong Pizza, I mean it it it, it turns into a big fucking deal. I mean they're getting um like owners, staff, their friends on social media, bands that played at this this restaurant, they're getting harassed, they're getting because verbally attacked, people are threatening their lives. The, the main accusation is that Comet Ping Pong Pizza is a hub for trafficking children. And having sex parties. And apparently. having sex parties with children. Now, and I want to kind of, we have four kids. I would rather be known as a bank robber or murderer or if I was convicted of a crime, to me, there's nothing worse than 
someone who hurts children. Yeah. And I think you see that in prisons, right? There is nothing worse. Because you're preying on The innocence. most innocent people, yeah. right? And, like, I would forgive a bank robber easily before I forgave someone who hurt children. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, um, no, you're right. And what, what I find super sad in this whole thing is all of the, the people connected to this restaurant that were getting just, it, I mean. It just took to a life of its own. Yes, and to have someone threaten your life, like, I'm slinging pizzas. I'm a waitress. <laughs> like, yeah. That, yeah. Is, that is not worth it. And it's upsetting because there are, and I, just going to put my cards on the table a little bit, I do believe that there are people in whole pro- high-profile positions in America that use their power to, to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Fox Island will be an episode yeah. next season I'm going to do. Jeffrey it, Epstein. It's yeah. very clear yep. that he had high-profile connections in both both political circles and financial circles. Mm-hmm. Where I diverge is I don't believe that the, there is an orchestrated – movement by the government to facilitate this that's that's where yeah, i it's diverge. individuals so uh back to this like comet ping pong you know people are saying that there's these tunnels um underground and they are using those tunnels to traffic these children and people and they have all these weird code words um that mean crazy things like walnut is someone that is like of mixed ethnicity yeah um cheese is one thing and it varies on age of uh, children and boy and girl whatever um, and part of that is shorthand on 4chan for child pornography is cheese pizza. It's disgusting. Yeah. Sorry, that just grosses yeah, me out. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, so anyway, um, but yeah, so all these these things happen. And they even, like, I was looking at pictures um, of people that were kind of trying to support this idea. Yeah. And they'd taken pictures inside the restaurant, and there is, like, you know, murals and stuff on the walls, and people were claiming that the artists – that were working with this business were showing cultish imagery of beheadings and sex and, of course, pizza. And, like, it is such a stretch. It is such a stretch. And then another photo of a basement started circulating of people claiming that it was, you know, connected to these underground tunnels with this Comet pizza place. And they were not even – it was fake. Like, it was not the basement of this building. And they, again, they were claiming something about the – owner of it and like oh he has this shirt on that it's in french and it talks about loving children come to find out it was not even the owner of this restaurant it was the owner of a cafe and he was wearing the shirt of you know supporting his uh the cafe he owned yeah so it was was insane but that kind of goes into people doing their due diligence like people see it and they ran with it they didn't look into it at all they Um, wanted to believe it was true because it explicitly smeared yeah. Democrats and, and namely the Hillary Clinton campaign and like are look, you talking and how it, it's adjacent to that video what was that video oh frazzle drip yeah um, and again so frazzle drip was a reported video that was found on Anthony Weiner's laptop Anthony Weiner uh, it couldn't be a better name right Anthony Weiner was a congressional uh, Democrat out of New York and Anthony Weiner initially had gotten in trouble for sexting with with another adult while he was married to Huma Abedin. Of his wiener. Yes, quite literally. Then he gets in trouble again for for sexting a minor. And he ends up going to prison for about, I think it was three years. I shouldn't say poor guy. I didn't know about the minor thing. I was saying poor guy for the the sexting. Uh, And and Wiener was a a popular congressional Democrat. I think he was winning his district always by like 60% or something. People had talked about grooming him for president. 
blah, blah, blah. Grooming. Now he's a registered sex, sex offender. offender. Yeah. yeah. So, and he was married to Huma Abedin, who began to work on the Hillary Clinton campaign. When Wiener was arrested and his laptop was seized, it was alleged that there was a video on there called, it's been nicknamed Frazzle Drip. And Frazzle Drip is purportedly a video that shows Hillary Clinton and Huma Aberdeen sexually assaulting and murdering a child. Which I do want to say, no one has ever seen, seen this it. video. It is like, there's only no ever it's been stated that other people yeah, have seen it. It's like, it. oh, well, people have seen this. So it is, there is zero evidence, evidence. to support that this was a thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to explain the detail, like the the details because they are out there yeah. just because I find them as a parent very disturbing. But yeah. it's all like if you want to look it up and, and look at what was purported I, and what people ran with, it's online. Like I'm just not going to talk sidebar, about it. Sidebar, a lot of this stuff to me is like hate porn that the people make up in their own heads. It's and just, it's, it's, it's really disturbing, though, especially when you're talking about children. And it's like they're writing their own fan fiction and it's. Yeah. I, I just can't even imagine to, to find yeah and look These into people are fucking insane yeah but anyway so um Pizzagate kind of has a climax um win um so Pizzagate um and 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 on the way other pizza restaurants including oh, one in Austin yeah Austin East Side I'll I'll sidebar and then I'll let you kind of finish with how it, it um culminates but um, um and a big Aust- Oh, sorry, Austin Eastside Pizza was targeted, um, and, and it wasn't Austin Eastside. It's actually called Eastside Pies, but it's in Austin, Texas. <coughs> um, so one of the delivery trucks got vandalized, um, and they started receiving online harassment because people were claiming they were also involved in Pizzagate and had all these connections with the CIA and the Illuminati because they – it's tongue-in-cheek, but it was yeah. the way that they, like – named their pizzas and the art they used that was like a joke of like a pizza with an eye on it. You know, it was yeah. very tongue-in-cheek, very clearly satire and a joke. Yeah. Um, but people were like, no, that's they're, they're showing that they're a part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, which, fortunately, from what I saw, like that was kind of it, was just the vandalization of this truck. There wasn't yeah. any like crazy harassment or anything like what Dustin's about to talk about that happened with um, the Comet Pizza. So go ahead. Yeah. So, climaxed. So there's this grassroots movement, effectively, that Democrats are engaged in sex trafficking of children through this pizza restaurant, and it, it's picked up all over the, the ecosphere of Twitter, Facebook. People are sharing it, um, and famous conspiracy theorist, you know, uh, radio show host Alex Jones um, is doing bits on it, um, and then it has a, a moment where it kind of climaxes when a man by the name of Edgar Madison Welch, who's 28 years old at the time, Gets in his car in North Carolina with an AR-15, drives to D.C. to Comet Ping Pong Pizza, walks in, demands to search the building, and fires three rounds into the air. Fortunately, nobody was hurt. Nobody was hurt. Um, Except his life was ruined because he's an idiot. Yeah. Um, And he's subsequently arrested and spends four years in prison. Pizzagate has been investigated numerous times. There are no tunnels. Nope. Nobody that anyone can find, apparently. And the owner, James Alafontis, actually began to take legal action against people that were alleging it. Like um, Alex, Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. So yeah. Alex Jones, after that, starts to delete. I think he deleted two out of his three Pizzagate Yeah, and this is in, like, December. December. Yeah. And James Alafontis has lawyers send him a 
a lawsuit for libel mm-hmm. if he doesn't recant. Yep. And Alex Jones comes out and says, um, "This is April 2017." Yeah, in April 2017, he states, "This is Alex Jones. To my knowledge, today neither Mr. Alafontis nor his restaurant comic Ping Pong were involved in any human trafficking, as was part of the theories about PizzaGate." That were being written about in many media outlets in which we commented upon. Yeah. And then the same thing with what, you know, other people obviously researched into this. Um, and it was proved that that um, picture of the, ba- the quote-unquote basement that connected to the tunnels um, was an in- a whole nother facility. And that Comet Ping Pong did not have a basement connected to it at all. Um, and these... Pictures people claimed of Alafontes wearing this T-shirt endorsing pedophilia. Pedophilia was another person in a shirt um, that was French, and it was a cafe in D.C. And the owner was the one in the picture. It wasn't even this yeah. th- this Alafontes. Yeah. Um, and the this cafe it was like Le L'Enfant. L'Enfant, um was named after a person. And I know it's French for I love the child, but there was a designer. Um, Pierre Charles Le L'Enfant. I'm not French, clearly. Um, and that's who it was named after. So all of these things had explanation. Um, and then there was people that claimed that John and Tony um, Podesta, and to remember, John Podesta was the the gentleman who was a part of, um, he was the campaign chair, right? Yes. Okay. They claimed that, went as far as to say they kidnapped Madeline McCann, um, which is, if you follow true crime, um, was that young girl who was like, in, I think she was the one that was in a hotel room. The parents went and ate. Yes. And now, uh, quick clarification: infant in French means child. Yeah. However, it is also a surname. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I was saying. They it, it, is, it was. It is like your last name. Yeah. So the the bar was named after some Pierre Charles. So before some dipshit tries infant. to say, oh well, infant, it's yeah. also a surname. Yeah. So it was named after a person. Um. Anyway, but yeah. So back to what I was um saying with the. The John and Tony Podesta, which obviously brother, um, kidnapped Madeline McCann, and people were passing around a picture of the two of them with these police sketches, and saying that, well, look, they look so similar. Which, to be fair, in that photo, they do look similar, mm-hmm. but in fact, it was two sketches of the same person, um, and it was based on two descriptions given from two eyewitnesses during the Madeline McCann case, and they were not saying that there were. They saw two different people. Right. It was the same guy they were trying to yeah. um, describe. But obviously people ran with that as proof of this trafficking. Yeah. Um, to wrap up this whole Pizzagate bullshit, excuse my language, there were no victims that came forward and no physical evidence of any of this was found except for people's interpretations of art and yeah. emails talking about risotto and walnuts. But, but there has now emerged a grassroots movement – that labels these Democrats specifically um, as child trafficker, blood drinkers, and baby eaters. Baby eaters, and and a life of its own kind of begins there. And like John Podesta and Tony Podesta, I heard someone once describe them as cum eating freaks. They're kind of weirdos. They are weirdos. And Hillary Clinton is a like if you believe in that like the, the swamp and deep state i mean hillary clinton has been in public life uh, in terms of the political circle for 
quite some time. I mean, she was the first lady. She served as secretary of state. She she did a lot of different things. So she is sort of the embodiment of the political machine, I think, for a lot of people. She can connect to so many things. Right. And yeah. she's wildly, wildly not charming. You know what no, I mean? She is not, um, which is crazy because you have a husband who literally – Cheats on you while in office. Oh, Bill. He old, he old Monica lewinsky Oh, Bill. And he's still forgiven, and people love him. People love Bill Clinton. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, she does, She is not a charmer. Um, so, anyway, to kind of summarize that, Pizzagate and this whole theory of this video that no one saw with the um, frazzle drip, I think kind of kickstarts. Yeah, the origin story. Yeah, the origin story of... The QAnon multiverse. Yeah, what, what, <laughs> <laughs> it's a DC comic. Um, what leads to... Oh, that was good. Thanks. What leads to... Uh, no, that's not DC. It's Marvel. Damn it. I fucked it up. No, no, no. Because it takes place in DC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even make that connection. Yeah, but thank you for saving welcome. me on that. Um, so that leads to the first Q drops, um, which are in October of that year. So to kind of give a timeline, this um, these emails happen... Um, in March of 2016, and all you know, all of that happens the months after, like April, things like that, um, with all these theories. And then in October of 2017 is when the first Q drops. Yeah. So let's um. So let's kind of well, let's take it from the top again. I mean, so Pizzagate happens. Mm-hmm. This birth of Democrats being evil, and 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 before that, a popular conspiracy against democrats specifically the clintons was the clinton body count was that all yes, these people so they had so killed, to me this is, is an episode in itself yeah <laughs> it's really just a continuation of that purported kind of conspiratorial belief mm-hmm. um but now we're going into where hillary clinton's running for president and all this stuff gets all this, to the this surface. is kind yeah. of coming to surface um and then we move into the election and it should be noted that the election is fraught. And in fact, I went to bed thinking, I just assumed Hillary Clinton was going to win. Honestly, so did I. I yeah, had we no just doubt. assumed. I was we like, didn't yeah. The, not that anyone, like either of us, were rooting for her or anything like that. It, just, it wasn't even, yeah, it was yeah, not our personal like, preference. Eh. Just, well, how, how is this guy going to beat Hillary Clinton? Especially you know with what all mean? of the things he did. And yeah, said and she's the machine, right? Yeah, and yeah. Donald Trump has made an ass of himself a couple times. Um, so I just assumed. And then I woke up in the morning and I was like, huh. Donald Trump won the presidency. Who saw that coming? We had people crying. Fucking no we, one. We had like people we knew that. Oh, people called out at work where I worked. They were like bawling. bawling. Yeah. It was insane. It was. It was and, and I want to like, again, be transparent. Like, me personally, like, I've actually worked on two um, state representatives who were Republican campaigns. Mm. Um, yeah, I remember and doing door to door. Yeah. I, I'm not like a, I'm not a conservative should be right because prior military believe in gun ownership white male free market yeah i'm that kind of guy in texas but like <laughs> um you know i I, I, ne- I didn't get on the trump train i just didn't see it i was always more of like a um see i like i like the more moderate guys that's just me i'm like warm fucking milk on your countertop yeah but yeah we were all shocked. yeah we were shocked um so anyway back to the q drop um in october so that was kind of what we started with, with this person claiming that they had these highly classified government secrets, gets on 4chan's um, discussion board that is referred to as politically incorrect. 
And the reason Dustin kind of sidebarred about the election was this. Um, it was so contentious. Yeah. I well, mean, this discussion board started because of the investigation into the Russian interference well, with the uh, election. Immediately after Donald Trump wins, immediately, it is the Russians stole the election. And Hillary Clinton, for all the, the, the grief that's given to Donald Trump for denying the election, Hillary Clinton did the same thing. Yeah. And, and, and just sometimes it gets memory hold. Yeah. I think she, she claimed it was stolen. Yep. And that Russian disinformation had swayed. They'd gotten on, like, it yeah. had all this stuff and Propaganda blah, blah, blah. Propaganda and targeting people, now, et cetera. We know that they did, in fact, do that. I mean, the FBI, the CIA has investigated. Russia did attempt a, a, a disinformation campaign, an influence campaign. They even Vladimir did Putin. hack into state electoral office machines we yep. know that the question is did they sway the outcome of the election uh, most studies suggest that that didn't happen but we are not a social sciences podcast we get wasted and talk about <laughs> alien penises <laughs> so not we're not gonna we're not gonna <laughs> delve too much on that yeah. but but that but is what leads to this investigation investigations into and there's allegations yep. and there's charges of collusion with a foreign government and immediately Donald Starts Trump's off presidency, that presidency, correct? It is just—it's <laughs> a nightmare of things, right? It's—it's yeah. it's people telling you that their civil rights are gone. Um, everyone kind of lost their mind. Yeah, there and and I mean on both sides, people became bizarrely infatuated with Donald Trump, and people—I mean, I hate to use that term, Trump derangement syndrome, but like that was also a yeah. real thing. You know what I mean? And so I think with all of those things that this person or persons. Q, um, kind of took, I shouldn't say took advantage, but they, they did all of this at the perfect time for what was happening. Um, there was a lot of angst. Yes. And so I think, and defensiveness. Yeah. If you look at any conspiracy theory, for the most part, you're preying on fear. You're preying on people's, I don't, disbelief is not the right, but but questioning, right? right? And so this... And people are frustrated with the system, with the government. And so this person or persons um, claim that they have this security, U.S. security approval, no SKU clearance, and they they go to 4chan on this discussion board where people are already discussing the investigation into Russian interference, and they start dropping these messages, um, what they call their quote-unquote breadcrumbs. Um, And this language that people have to kind of understand that Dustin was reading earlier... um, and they kind of have pro-Trump themes to them and slogans and these, you know, pledges. And all of these people kind of run with it. Um, and, yeah, that kind of is the start. Birth of QAnon. And, QAnon. and I think there's a lot, of, a lot of reasons for that. Yeah. So we, are in, we kind of enter the turn of the Donald Trump presidency right. amidst all this kind of scandal to start off. Yeah. Um, a lot of feelings on both sides. Yeah. Um, and then this allows for the birth of this QAnon movement to to grow. Yeah. Um, and as Dustin so eloquently put it, people lose their motherfucking minds. Yeah, they really do. And I think it's a an innate defensiveness because you're talking about, I, I mean, I, I, I try not to, it's hard for me sometimes to not be sympathetic to some of these people because grow up in a small town in Ohio and that factory gets outsourced and the people on television are talking about helping people that aren't you. They don't yeah. look like you and yeah. saying that you're a problem. And, and this is all not really what's being said, but it's, it has been, it's interpretation, right? But it's been manufactured 
was high volume by the media, right? Fox yeah. News is saying that white men are under attack in America. Well, and if you believe these things, and then you get on these message boards, and all of these other people believe these things, and then you have this person who Q, you believe is fighting for you. Yeah, and in then a, it in a time of people it allows feel things like to that. spiral. Yeah, um, and so like you said, people kind of just lost it. And I think what you also begin to see as Q emerges, so Q begins to create these drops. And these are messages. It was like 5,000 of them. There's 5,000 over the... Over a course of a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. You reload me. Yep. Um, And Q, so Donald Trump is under attack by the deep state. They are trying to... Which are the Democrat-eating baby people, by the way. They're trying to usurp him and get in the way of all these things that are going to make America great. And Q is fighting behind the scenes... To, to make sure that doesn't happen and, and oust these evil people. And he is dropping these messages on these boards and people are allowed to interpret them how they mean. And he makes it into a game. And that's how it appears. And ultimately what happens is people begin to assign what they believe is happening or hope they happen to Q's drops. Um, and, and a lot of times they're completely devoid of reality. You begin to see drops about special forces and CIA doing raids in Germany and getting servers that are going to implicate, you know, all these people in the government and this, There's that, and no the other. There's no evidence to support it, but you could also use that as your argument of why it's real. It's like, well, of course they're going to cover it Exactly. Up. Like, he does a very good job of being able to not argue any type of reason with these yeah. people. And, and in the second episode, we'll t- talk about the, the, the grifter and the the more mainstream movement of Q, which high-profile people kind of allude to or outright state they believe in Q. But the the average person, the average Anon, um, is assigning their beliefs and their hopes. And, and some of them, like one of them, I would frequent the, uh, the Great Awakening message board. Um, and there was a woman on there. One, one of the things they believe when they – the Great Awakening happens is like debt will be erased and, and everybody kind of puts their own little thing on it and that there's going to be the emergence of these things called med beds because cancer and all this badness is is because of the global elites. That's why we're suffering all these things that we hate. Um, that the, the storm and the awakening is going to bring us the ways to fix that. And I was reading a account of a woman on there who was talking about how she had had to remortgage her home of her husband's cancer and he ended up dying and she was left pretty much destitute because of all the expenses of his death dude and it's hard not to see why you wouldn't hope for something to change and i mean i know if that was me and and i'd lost my wife and i'd lost you i wouldn't be a rational person I would. He would join QAnon deep state. Yeah, I, I would. I would <laughs> want QAnon to believe of deep state <laughs> in some sort of accountability. Yeah. I so would again, want to you're believe you're preying on people people's weakness, yeah. and their emotions, and yeah. And so I, I think what Dustin's trying to do is to to give a little sympathy and try and and offer some understanding of why you know yeah. when I it's very easy to look at these types of things and say fucking idiots that believe in this, yeah. but. Well, there are probably people that do fall into that category. There are people like this woman who are desperate, who are who are desperate for change and feel forgotten. Want, yeah, and want to believe these things because it offers them hope. Yeah, hope that there's going to be accountability. I mean, if you lost a son in Iraq or Afghanistan, what 
what the fuck do we get out of Iraq and Afghanistan? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, or I, if I you're talk someone about that this. genuinely believes, or I shouldn't say believes because it is real, a child trafficking yeah. thing, and you feel so strongly Which is about evil. that. Yeah. Yeah. I want I'm, accountability. Yep. Or if you were someone who lost everything in the 08 collapse, yeah. you know, there's a lot of anger at the globalists and the elites uh, the, the, and the bigger political machine of America. And you, you don't, what do you do? You can't fight against it, right? Go out and vote. Well, sure. But what does that get you? You know, um, now I personally believe that there's a lot of change that can be made at the ballot box and. I don't believe what a lot of the QAnon adherents believe, but I can understand, I think, to a certain degree where they may feel frustrated. Yeah. So some some sympathy for some of these people. But you're also fucking stupid if you believe any of this. Yeah. <laughs> so people do lose their lives. But, yes, so this was kind yeah. of our, our part one. Yeah. Um, of the start of Q, some of the people that got into it, a little bit of the what preceded the belief system with the start of Q. Yeah. Um, and then for our part two, we are going to discuss the people of the QAnon community and some of these these higher-ups, essentially. So the, the great thing about American conspiracy theories is that there's an aspect of capitalism. And, oh, boy, do the fucking grifters come rolling out. And it's beautiful. There's money to be made on the QAnon conspiracy theory. And there's some, for me, upsetting things um and some really really funny things yeah so part two we'll delve into the who's of the queue i like that thank you for joining us this this week um for our our part one i hope you've enjoyed it rate us subscribe comment if there's nice comments as dustin said to see sensitive but if there are um i'll start leaving drops about you <laughs> there are <laughs> subjects that you um you'd like us to delve into or any recommendations please let us know um thank you to our like five listeners at this point and um shout out to my sister yeah again thank you Brittany. Yeah. and my dad my dad listens oh so thanks dad yeah thanks. love you we had a good time <laughs> hiking <laughs> um we'll see you guys in a couple weeks adios amigos oh we're supposed to ask you on a scale of of drunk oh. to of buzz to sober what do you believe i mean obviously i believe this happened but well we know q happened yeah. the idea that as we sit here in 2023. The time uh, machine confused him. There was, yeah, sorry. <laughs> We're back real time. <laughs> Got to close the door again. <laughs> uh, that the storm didn't happen. The Great Awakening didn't happen. So we know Yet. it didn't happen. But Yet. there's still plenty of fallout ahead. Yeah. But um, I had like one drink and I, t I could believe there's like, like you said, there's probably some nefarious things. People doing bad, but I don't think there is a huge government cover-up. Yeah, I mean Hillary board, Clinton so. sucks. Donald Trump sucks. Okay, we need to be but careful. There's, there's not we a come like. Uh, I don't think. I An think the only thing they're pursuing is their own personal wealth and power. Agreed. Beautiful way to wrap it up. Yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you guys uh, next time. All right, I'll stay chill out there. <laughs>Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Libations and Revelations. Be sure to find us on anywhere you get your podcasts and on Rogue Media Network. Thank y'all and cheers. This 
has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Thank you.